This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, bringing you another message from God's Word at the First Baptist Church of Algiers. I'm the pastor here, and I'm bringing you God's message day after day, week after week, on the Old Trailblazer broadcast. My mailing address is the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. I'm hearing from several of you folks here in the city of New Orleans, up and down the East Coast there, in the Carolinas, in the, in the, in the Maryland, and over there in Huntsville, Alabama. I'm hearing from you folks. I appreciate hearing from you. And then we've gone on new stations there recently in Nashville, Tennessee, in Memphis, Tennessee, in Knoxville, Tennessee. There, I wish you folks would sit down and write me. I wish you would. Just tell me I'm hearing you, old trailblazer. And, uh, if you would, help me with the broadcast. We hardly ever mention money here on this broadcast or on the Voice of Truth, which is another broadcast we have. We hardly ever mention money. The Lord supplies the money. But also, uh, we're, we're commanded to uh, preach the gospel and uh, the, the the Bible calls us the shepherd of the sheep and the old trailblazer. Pastor Shelton used to say, well, you know, I'm the shepherd of the sheep and we have to shear the sheep. And sometimes if an old billy goat gets in the herd, we shear them too. So if you would help me with the broadcast, I appreciate it. The Lord's blessing it and sending it out and getting a good reception everywhere we go. We're bringing you a series of studies now on the Antichrist Bible or the RSV Bible. We're just getting started, and uh, we're looking in our last study, we're looking at the spirit of Antichrist laying a foundation for the study on the Antichrist Bible. Now, I know this is not a popular uh, study. I know that many of our folks can't can't understand or can't stand uh, us to take issue with, with the modernists and those things, but we're here uh, as God leads us. In our last study, we uh, set forth clearly what the spirit of the Antichrist is and what it's not. Let's notice again there in 1 John 4, 2. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God, except, listen now, let me go back. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. Now let's read again, John 1.14. And the Word was made flesh, and dwelt, or tabernacled, among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Now turn with me to Luke, first chapter, 35th verse. And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Now let's look, run back there to 1 John 4, 2. Stay with me now. We're giving you, thus saith the Lord, hereby... Know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. This means that every spirit that confesses that Jesus was virgin born is of God. The Lord Jesus Christ is the second person of the triune God, the Holy Trinity. He is the Son of God. He is the Son of Man. He was made flesh. That is, he was born of a woman. He was virgin born. That is, a virgin conceived of the Holy Spirit. That virgin was Mary, who conceived by the Holy Spirit. According to Luke one thirty-five, and that which was born was the Son of God. Therefore, the Spirit of God in man always confesses that Jesus was virgin born. Every born-again believer knows that the Lord Jesus Christ was virgin born. Now, let's look again at John, 1 John, 1 John 
We always call it Little John. First John 4, 3. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is coming to the flesh is not of God. And this is that, sp- that spirit of Antichrist whereof you have heard that it should come and even now already is in the world. Let's notice what he says here. Let's just take our time at this time and go slowly. Let's notice. Every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is coming to flesh is not of God. In other words, if a person says that Jesus Christ was not virgin born, that spirit is not of God. If an individual says that the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, was not tabernacled in the flesh, he is not of God. John says in this verse of Scripture that this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which he says is already in the world. Now, I've brought us, recently brought a series of studies on the Antichrist, the soon coming of the Antichrist. And one of the things that was impressed upon my heart was <clears throat> that the Antichrist is not with us now, but his spirit is here. Now, the spirit of the Antichrist denies the virgin birth. You see all of these learned professors and teachers and scholars who deny the virgin birth. They're led by the spirit of the Antichrist, for they deny the virgin birth of Christ. They deny that Jesus is the Son of God. Therefore, they make Mary a harlot and the Lord Jesus a bastard child or an illegitimate child born out of wedlock. Now, my friend, I see what's coming up on this world. I do. As I read the periodicals, as I see the clippings in the newspaper and those things, and then I see the advertisement of all of these things that the churches are putting on now to hold their people, all of these rock bands and these rock uh, contemporary church. Yes, that's right. I, I know of a church not far from New Orleans where they have their traditional church, and they also at the same time have contemporary church out in the great hall that they have there. And all the young people go there to the contemporary church. They have a rock band. They have these long-haired musicians. And they, 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 they turn up the volume. And they have contemporary church, they call it. It's just another name for the spirit of the Antichrist, my friend. Oh, listen, my friend, listen. Jesus Christ is either the Son of God or either he is a child of whoredom. The Bible says he's the Son of God, born of a virgin, conceived by the Holy Spirit. And I believe the Bible. Do you? Do you believe the Bible? Do you know what the Bible says, my friend? Folks want to just take John 3.16. Well, Jesus so loved the world. No, my friend, listen. The Bible said it is appointed unto man each wants to die, and after that, the judgment. That's right. After that, the judgment. Every saved individual believes the Bible. We may not understand it. It's very much of it that I don't understand, my friend, but I believe it. I don't deny it. If it says uh, the sun stood still, I believe it. But listen, any individual who denies the virgin birth is not saved. Now, you get that. We used to have an old preacher come here, Dr. A.R. Copeland, and uh, he was very learned, and he had a very, very unique way of preaching. And he would come upon a great truth. He said, now, get that. Get that now. Get that. He wants you to take, take, take peculiar interest. So I asked you to get that. Any individual who, is, who denies the virgin birth, you don't have to understand it, my friend. I've had folks tell me, Pastor, I don't understand how, how the Virgin Mary could have had a baby. 
never having known a man. Well, let me just give you a little example, my friend. I heard an old preacher say this one day. He said, these folks who who don't understand, you don't have to understand. I don't understand why the Lord saved me. I don't understand how the Lord could love me enough to save me. But this old preacher said, you take a black cow, she eats green grass, gives white milk, and they make yellow butter. Do you understand that? No, you sure don't. No, but listen, my friend, you don't have to understand it just to believe it. Any individual who denies the virgin birth of Christ is not saved and on the road to hell. And unless he repents, go to hell without more and thinking that he's right. Deceived. I made a statement recently in one of our services. The greatest tragedy, the, the most horrendous thing that can ever happen to an individual in this life is to be deceived, thinking all the time that everything's well and it's not. I was deceived. Satan deceived me into believing that a decision was a, was was salvation. When I was a young man, uh, first married and non-religious, and I went to church with my wife, and she wanted me to join the church, as the old fellow said. But listen, I joined that church, and they baptized me, and the preacher told me I was saved. No, no, nothing. Holy Spirit conviction, no Bible repentance, nothing, no grieving for my, over my sin, no looking to the Lord. I didn't know Genesis from Revelation. I didn't know anything, my friend. I was deceived. I was deceived to my lost condition. But praise the Lord, he never left me there. The Lord never left me there, my friend. Has the Lord left you there in your deceived condition? Let me give you a true test of salvation, my friend. There's two or three things that will tell you instantly if you save. The Bible says if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Are you a new creature? I'm a new creature, my friend. I'm not the old man. I'm not the fellow that, that was baptized there that night in a little old church and man told me I was saved. I'm not that same man. No, I still had the same old wicked heart, still old cussful heart, still everything, but I'm no longer that man. Any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Then I'll tell you another. I'll tell you another. Uh, my friend, Pastor Shelton coined this expression. He said, the acid test. The acid test, we hear a lot about that, don't we? The acid test of salvation is giving, or the spirit of giving. If you're stingy and won't give unto the Lord and hold back God's tithe and scrimp and scrimp and put up in an old coffee can somewhere, you're not saved. The Bible, the, the Bible says the Lord loves a cheerful giver. Oh, listen, my friend, I wish we could just get down to reality. Did you know the story there of Ananias and Sapphire? I believe they were saved, folks. I've had commentaries say they were saved, but they were stingy. They held back part of their money that they had pledged to give all, and they held it back. And old Ananias come marching in with his little bag, and the Lord killed him. And then Sapphire come in behind him. She didn't know what had happened. She lied, too. And I believe they were saved. I honestly believe I'll see them in heaven. But don't you know how it grieved them? The Lord won't let you stand in the way, my friend, of deceiving some other poor soul. Did you know folks watch your life? They see you too stingy to buy somebody a Coca-Cola. They see you too stingy to go out and, and, and eat or either to buy whatever you need. And you're putting it away for a rainy day, my friend. You may never live to see that rainy day. I'm not preaching on giving this morning or this time. No, but I'm just using that for an example. The Bible says if any man be in Christ, it's not hard to tell how when someone's saved. Brother Spurgeon said the old yellow dog in the backyard will know when you're saved. Not only that, my friend, 
who who are you who are you praising? Are you praising the Lord? Or are you thinking Jesus, sweet Jesus? Oh, sweet Jesus, that's the biggest farce it ever was, my friend. No, listen, that's Satan's emissary. Now, let me just wind up the service at this time. Any individual who denies the virgin birth of Christ is not saved and on the road to hell, straight as a Martin is to his gourd. Oh, my friend, that's another expression. Pastor Shelton used often. You ever see a gourd house out on the uh, Martin house out around the barn somewhere there in the front yard? When a Martin flies to it, he don't land on the porch and flitter around and look. No, he goes straight in that hole, and that's what folks are going to go out into eternity. Straight into eternity, my friend, where there'll be weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. You say, "Well, old trailblazer, you just got plumb off your subject today," but I. That's what the Lord lays on my heart to say. We'll pick it up in our next study. Would you tune in? Call across the fence. Ask your neighbor over there. Say, hey, Joe, the old trailblazer's on, old crackpot trailblazer. I wish you'd turn in and listen to him. I believe he's got a message for our heart. Come on over here and drink a cup of coffee with me. And let's sit down and listen to the old trailblazer. And then maybe we'll send him a little love offering. Would you do that, folks? Remember, the old trailblazer broadcast, post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my website, radiomissions.org. I appreciate bringing these studies. The Lord has blessed the old trailblazer. Oh, my friend, you just don't know. I wish I could sit down by you and tell you how gracious the Lord's been unto me. Giving me uh, good health. I'm 73 years old. I don't take one pill. No, my friend. But listen, pray for me, would you? I need your prayers. I need God's grace day in and day out. And until next time, goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you to listen to the live Sunday morning Bible School of the Air and morning worship hour broadcasts from 10 a.m. to noon Central Time. These broadcasts are available on the Radio Missions Internet Radio Station. For more information, visit our website at radiomissions.org or call the church office at 225-664-8658. 